welcome to Alphabet Flight Encyclopedic Marvel Journey, where I go through the official handbook uh, of the Marvel Universe with the guests, and we talk about all the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is Jesse Cooper, and with me today is someone who can control rats and summon stray dogs. Shod! I can. Uh, I typically control rats away from me and summon stray dogs toward me. Yeah, within two I'm miles. I'm trying out my late night jazz radio voice. I just sort of wondered whether you thought that was a good idea. Uh, it makes me slightly uncomfortable because it sounds like you're just like try try to like seduce me almost. For sure, and I've basically got this <laughs> microphone in my mouth at this point, so I'm gonna I'm gonna back off and return to sort of my normal on air persona. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I'm gonna sound like this from now on, and frankly, I think that's a better decision for all of us. So we're talking about someone. Who, uh, who is the beginning of this very unintentional theme week? A Nazi sandwich. Ooh, uh, vermin. <laughs> oh, I know vermin. Vermin's a Nazi. Yep, he worked with Nazis and was turned into vermin by Nazis. I'm going. They to... have downplayed that in recent years. I think they have. So, who is vermin? Uh, so Vermin's sort of a rat, a rat man who, in the time period that I'm familiar with him, lives in New York sewers and occasionally fights Spider-Man. He's like a pretty bad villain, though. And I don't mean bad as in, like, successfully evil. I mean bad as in, like, kind of lame, and his power is scratching you. Some would say he's a good villain, but not in a way that he's, like, bad, but like he's a bad villain. As in, not yeah. a good villain. He's he's a poor and unsuccessful <laughs> villain, is how I describe him. Kind of low level. He'd be the kind who hangs out in the bar with no name if he was capable of like normal human interaction. Which don't know if that's on his retinue. No, not really. So, okay. um, he is a rat man. Mm-hmm. He wears pants, which is good, that's I guess. A good decision. Well, well, a lot of times what they do with, like, these animalistic people is they just, uh, like, have, like, a real long, like, hair in between their private bits. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah, sort of the, um, the modesty tuft. Yeah, so, like, like, the Wendigo and, yeah. uh, Sasquatch, Sasquatch and a few other people. Um, Wolfsbane? Wolfsbane, yes, Wolfsbane. Yeah. Like, in, or does like, she wear, like, raggedy She-Hulk, like, shreds? Uh, no. She, One of those. No, her clothes normally transforms with her unless she's, like, midway. Okay, gross. Yeah. Well, well, you know, sometimes she's a full wolf. Well, actually, no. She used to be able to be a full wolf, and then oh, really? a Genosha happened. Oh, uh, I didn't know that. Yeah, she got mutated. She got turned into a mutate, and, and basically she can't fully transform, or she'll become a, like, slave-like, uh, person who- Like a forever wolf? No, no. Oh. Like, she will revert to a mutate who are totally subservient, like, slave race that Genosa Oh, like making. the Savage Land ones. Okay. I thought no, mutate no, no, was not like that. a- No, not that. No, not that. Turned into literal slaves. That's- I'm sorry to hear that. Yes. <laughs> I thought mutate was an all-purpose term for people who had powers that weren't mutants. Like, Spider-Man, I thought was a mutate. No, so basically she was mutated. We, we'll get into it a little bit more, because we have a okay. episode. But she was mutated by the Genjineer mm-hmm. into a mutate, which is what Genosha did before it got taken over by mutants. Really? Yeah, um, it that. was basically, think uh, like a human supremacist state. 
It was supposed to be a. Um, it was supposed to be like a metaphor or analogy. I think for, I did know that. Yeah, but uh, but she was turned into a mutate, and she could only be herself if she's either not human or not wolf. So she's always in between. Yeah, I think that might have been returned. I may think that might have been reversed at some point, but like it that that was how it was for a very long time. But speaking Didn't of, did she die recently? Maybe. Anyway, we don't need to tell me the chronicles of Rat Boy. Yeah. So his <laughs> real name is unrevealed. Uh, that's a lie, because it was revealed later on. Um, okay, is it Ratheimer or something? No, it's um Edward uh Waylon. Oh, that's yeah. disappointing. Yeah, it's. I was it's hoping not... it would be some kind of like Whiskers McGee, like some kind of rodent joke. Yeah, uh, his occupation is unknown. His okay. identity is secret. For Presumably, sure. he's a citizen of the United States with a criminal record. I thought he was mutated by Nazis. Yeah, Nazis Does live that in mean America. That he might be? Well, unfortunately, but I thought maybe he was mutated by original flavor Nazis. Um, technically, one of them an original flavor Nazi, but he was uh, in a robot body. Oh, for sure. Okay. Yeah. A uh, place of birth unknown, marital status unknown, so he might be single. Ooh, ladies. <laughs> Anybody into to rap very boys? long teeth and sewer steak? I mean, he does have six pack, a six pack, and those riplet muscles. The, oh, those like little ones off the sides? Yeah, the one that you have to have like 0% body fat for. Mm. Um, He's a former agent of Armin Zola. OG Nazi. Oh, yeah, that's the Robo Nazi. And Barrett Helmut Zemo, also OG Nazi. Yeah. Uh, he first appeared in Captain America. That sounds about right. Uh, 272. Um, right. In, in August 1982. Mean Streets. And it's actually a, like a very interesting cover. I like it a lot. Okay. I'm sending you the link. Yeah, I'd love to see it. Um, it's basically like Captain America, like all beaten up with like sh- tiny shreds in his costume, just being. Oh, he is being eaten by rats. Yeah, he's basically just like being eaten by rats, and like he's and, like there's just water pouring over him. Looks like he's in like a like an alleyway. Like it's a very evocative cover. Yeah, no, that's a that's well drawn. Yeah, there are a lot of like really dumb old Captain America things, so I wasn't. I wasn't sure what we were going to get here, but this one looks pretty good. Yeah, it's a pretty good one, and we'll have another pretty good one later. Because Ooh. when you have Nazis, you have Cap. Yep. So, uh, very little is known about the past of the man now uh, now called Vermin, except that he was described himself as a child of the New, uh, New York streets. At some point, oh, okay. he was so picked up. Yeah, he was picked up. Uh, off the streets by Baron Helmut Zemo. Sorry, not OG Nazi, second generation Nazi. The son of a Nazi scientist. I forget what... Yeah. And uh, Armin uh, Zola, the master Nazi geneticist, is subjected to a process that bestowed him with various va- uh, rat-like traits and attributes. Fur. An uncanny sense for where cheese can be found. Can chew through almost anything. Uh, able to command rats and other wild beasts. Uh, vermin, which is a very common trait in rats. They can control other rats. Yeah, oh no, for sure. 
Yeah, that's um, why it's so chaotic. Well, actually, you now you say that, but last time you were on my podcast, <laughs> you pitched me an extensive movie about rats and their ability to control one another in sort of a hive mind scenario, well, if I recall. It's not. It, it's this is not necessarily a hive mind. It's more like a higher. Yeah, being controlling. This is pretty much a straight-up dictatorship. Yeah, this is a dictatorship. Or some would say, totalitarian fascism. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, uh, he was uh, he was dispatched b- uh, by the pair to stalk and kill the longtime em- enemy, Captain America. After randomly slashing a cab driver to attract the to attract attention, he encountered Captain America in a rundown area in Harlem and unleashed a rat of packs against the uh, Avengers. Pack of rats? Yep, pack of rats. The rat uh. pack. Sammy Davis. <laughs> <laughs> Frank Sinatra. Other people I can't remember off the I can't name head. anyone else from the rat pack. I can't either. It's both of the ones that I know. <laughs> the ones that managed to have. Careers outside of the 50s. Yeah. <laughs> um, Vermin was uh, overpowered, and then Captain America took him to S.H.I.E.L.D. headquarters for questioning, but he somehow escaped shortly after. Then he, you know, met up with uh, Zemo and Zola, and mm-hmm. who took him to Zemo's uh, headquarters in Mexico. And then Zemo captured Captain America himself and decided to use Vermin... Uh, when he was over there. What is what's Zemo's first name? Uh, Helmet. Ah, okay. Yeah. Uh, da, 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 da. he shackled Vermin next to Captain America in a dungeon, loosed two of his more powerful mutates on them. Uh, Vermin slew one of uh the mutates and escaped the chamber. Then he stole Baron Zemo's escape craft, which I assume is like a Zeflin of some sort. Yeah. Sorry, why? Why are we... So they made a Ratman to kill Captain America. Then they chained up the Ratman with Captain America and made them both fight two completely different... I am picturing Bebop and Rocksteady from the Ninja Turtles. Why? It just seems like such a circuitous plan. Make Captain America fight all three. Yeah. You know. Nazis. <laughs> I don't have anything else to say. Adam, get up! We've got to kill Captain America! Oh, but I don't want to, Helmet. I'm so tired. We'll have the Rat Man do it. Actually, no. Better idea. We chain up Captain America with the Rat Man. <laughs> so we make some fight beep up and rock smitty. How do you think of that? That is idiotic, but sure, whatever. <laughs> so, so like... Baron, Baron Zemo is just like, yo, I need to leave the castle because, you know, Captain America's gonna beat me up. Damn uh, it, Autumn, your stupid plan failed, as always, and now he's going to hit us with the shield again! So Vermin then attacked Zemo, seriously wounding him. So, sorry, he stole a board. So he basically hid. In uh, the, he stole a board. Yeah, that's what it says in here. So basically, he stowed away on, oh, on the Zeppelin. Oh, right, he stole a board. Not he. He didn't take a plank of wood from. Him. No, he stole a board. He snuck onto the then, ship and then attacked Baron Zemo. Ugh, this is so much worse than just being stabbed with the shield. 
So returning to New York, uh, once again, prowled the streets. Then he went on a rampage during the San Gornero Festival in Little Italy. Okay. And then he, uh, then he was apprehended by Cap, Cap and Spider-Man. Ooh. And then turned over to local authorities, and he's currently in, like, a high-security mental institution. Well, that's not true. Well, not well at at the eighty seven at the time of at the time of publishing of the book. Yeah, yeah, eighty seven. Yeah. Um. So he's six foot tall, weighs two twenty. Has you expect eye- him to be short for a rat guy? Well, rats are very long. Okay. Some people call them long mice. <laughs> Who calls them that, Jesse? I don't know the person I made up in my head. All right, fair enough. Some people call him just just the thickest of a thick log uh, mice. How much? I've got an idea. You know, mice. <laughs> what if they were thick? <laughs> what if we took a human being and we combined it with a, a, a sort of a, a thick long mouse? <laughs> <laughs> and also, he has telekinetic control, telepathic control over them. But I don't know. I'm just spitballing. So he has red eyes, brown hair. He can lift about uh, he can lift about a thousand pounds, which is you know good. It's better than I can do. Better than I can do, but fairly weak compared to a majority of superheroes and villains. Yep. Um, he also has his unusual features. Believe it or not, has inch long claw like fingernails, razor sharp, yep. pointed teeth, and fur covering most of his body, giving him the appearance of a human rat. Uh-huh. Did you notice that? I didn't notice that. I did. That. Okay. I kind of got that. I mean, his name was Verbin, so I wasn't expecting <laughs> George Clooney. Well, yeah, I feel like that's just being specious. Well. But, you know, it's whatever. Sometimes some rats are very handsome and... and I didn't say he couldn't be a handsome rat. It's just that George Clooney doesn't have inch-long fingernails, razor-sharp teeth, and fur. Okay, I to guess. To my knowledge. I mean, CG is really good. Well, I mean, if they okay. could make Rocket Raccoon look very believable, I would absolutely love to see Vermin show up in the Marvel Cinematic Universe as played by George Clooney. <laughs> I would like he'd be very charming. He'd steal the show. Hi there, Spider Man. I wondered if it would be okay if I just killed you with all of these rats that I had lying around. That's not a very good Clooney. No, it isn't. But whatever. I apologize. Uh, so a uh, Vermin. Hey, you know what? My German accents have been spot on this episode, so I feel like I earned a gimme. Yeah, you Morgan. do you, you you do better than a lot of people because a lot of people just make their their fake German accents just make them sound very effeminate, and that's it. Yeah, that's not really how you do it. No, no, like I mean, German is a very like beautiful language if like you hear it spoken by people. Beautiful, extremely aggressive sounding. Yep. I mean, no, no. I mean, it has harsh. It's very beautiful, but it just has like harsh consonants. That's you yeah. know. But you know, if you ever heard like a if like a middle aged like a German man just like read fairy tales to you, it's very good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Werner, Werner Herzog. Yeah, Werner Herzog. For example. Yeah, like you know, like Werner Herzog. Like I could, I could fall asleep to his voice. It's it's. Yeah, very he's not really known for like reading fairy tales so much as he is for. Creeping existential well, horror. I was but... speaking more about like some ASMR <laughs> videos that I watch. 
Yeah, like, no, absolutely. Werner Herzog was my bad example. Yes. <laughs> you're, you're not on the hook for that one. So uh, he does have some superhuman powers. Um, Ooh. He has superhuman strength, speed, and agility. He can run about 34 miles an hour for half an hour without tiring. Wow, that's pretty impressive. His teeth and nails are strong enough to gnaw and rend wood, fiber, and even soft metals like lead within minutes. Now, I have a problem with that sentence. Uh-huh. We technically also have that ability. We're yeah, it's just, just it would ruin our teeth. <laughs> it would just ruin our teeth. Well, you could like if the lead was if the lead was warmed up enough, you could probably like, you know, get through it. They take a long you time. You would get severe lead poison. And none of the things that you've mentioned so far would make vermin immune to said lead poisoning, so that's maybe a weird example. Well, you know. What's no. this? I can bite through solid arsenic. <laughs> I'm able to eat solid cyanide tablets without any trouble. I'm going to drink a liter of mercury to show you how strong I am. Are you going to die after? Almost definitely, yeah, but in the meantime... So he also has like acute senses, like a uh, like a rat, so he can detect mm-hmm. other people from like well over hundred a hundred feet. He could also communicate with stray rats and stray do- I mean command rats and stray dogs within a radius of two miles of him. Now he can also why if, stray dogs. Now I don't know why, but I think I would be his friend for like three seconds. It would be like, hey, can you get me? Can you get can can you get me like a real good boy? <laughs> and, then, and then he'd get you a good boy yeah. and then I'd be like thanks I love this boy I'm gonna give him a bath now now the very moment that you ditch him he is going to surround you with rats well okay it's not a stray well well, I was. I thought you were gonna say something about the stray dog it's technically not a stray dog once it has a uh, odor or human right but yeah. he can ha- oh okay so it stops being stray and then he can't have the dog bite you yeah exactly uh. So as, so as soon as the as dog chooses you, and you're just like, I love you also, dog. You are a good boy, and I want to make sure that you're happy for the rest of your life. Which I do to every dog, even if it's not mine. Uh, b- but whatever. Uh, Jesse has a debilitating dog theft problem. Yeah, I mean, I also have problems with uh, with cats. I just want to have all of them. I see. Uh, well, look at this cat. I I'm aware of this cat. Look yes, at this cat. It's very cute. He's very cute. He's sleeping. This day. Yeah, he knows I'm talking about him. His ears, ears are burning. Yeah. See, his ears switch. He knows I'm talking about him. Yep. Oh, and he even reached out. Okay, <laughs> see, that's what he does whenever he's sleeping. And he knows I'm close by. He reaches out to me. Truly I know. I he He's a very good boy. Um... Okay, wait. Uh, sorry. On several occasions, he commanded hundreds of sewer rats to attack a baby. In the matter of how he controls these creatures is unknown, but it's more hyperson—it's more likely hypersonic than telepathic. Okay, that's fair. Which is not conclusive. Yeah, I mean, but, rats can communicate with very high-pitched noises, so that's yeah. decent. Um, his. Why does every animal-themed character have to have Aquaman? I don't powers. understand that. It like yeah. the lizard for a long time was able to control lizards or reptiles. Like it's just like an easy, obvious power to give an animal-themed hero. It's just they can't all. At least with Spider-Man, they they didn't do that until they made his evil clone. Spider-Man. Well, no, no. Um, Kane can control spiders. Oh, Kane control spiders. Yeah. Have also- you seen the one where Spider-Man like gets down on his hands and knees in a mugging situation and goes? The spiders, 
I'm summoning them. And everyone gets scared that he can summon spiders and runs away. It's pretty good. That's pretty good. There's also there's also in Spider Gannon, there was a Spider's Man. Yeah, no, I love Spider's Man. I love Spider-Man too. It's like uh, well, Spider-Man's also Spider's Man. It's uh, tricky to say. It is. But uh because like it's basically what if Sandpad but with Spider. Yeah. <laughs> and they're always saying things like Yes, we're going to be heroes and definitely not suck the fluids out of the people we rescue because who would do that? That would be insane. And then and then there was like that in that one shot, uh one shot of Spider's Man. Like there was that time like his suit got like like torn up and so and like the villain was like scared, just like, Are you actually spiders? <laughs> just spiders in there, huh? <laughs> but I do love Spider's Man a lot. Yep. Uh as much as I almost as much as I love Spider Man. Which is my neighbor's. His name his name is Peter Spiderman. <laughs> uh also like but sorry, I did not so his uh, mental faculties are diminished to subhuman levels. He's capable of speech and re but his reasonability is basically that of like a primal instinct. Oof. Yeah, th- that tracks with what I've read. And uh when provoked or threatened his Resistance. Uh, he has a really good resistance to both pain and fatigue. Yep. So, rats don't have any concept of comfort, as far as I can tell. No, they do. They're just like are willing to crawl through a thousand miles of sewage just to well, well, inconvenience s- my day. Sewer rats are not yeah. not fancy rats. Fancy rats oh, are fancy rats are a completely different thing. Of course. Yeah, fancy rats do have. Fancy rats could be very, could be divas. I have seen, like, I once checked some rat traps that I had at a site that I was working on. And uh, as far as I could tell, they hadn't caught anything. And then I opened them up and they were just, you know what? This is super gross and I'm not going to. Oh, no, I also have horror stories about, like, yeah, rats. Like I just like, this isn't something that you're going to want in your podcast. They're brutal and they have no respect for the sanctity of life. Well, their own life sometimes. I've seen one yeah, off his own leg before yeah, so that's messed up you don't want you don't want to hear the thing oh if you want to hear the thing that i was gonna say uh email me at frankly implausible <laughs> at gmail.com and i'll privately email you what it was <laughs> i don't i don't want to say it on the air i don't like I would, we'd have to put a trigger warning and whatnot beforehand it just wouldn't be worth the uh, aggravation yeah well i think we're pretty much not talking about verbid um cool well except for one thing so in the new avengers um, the one that was led by Sunspot, written by Sunspot. Al Ewing. Oh, okay, that was, yeah. Um, they made, like, the opposite of the new Avengers. And Squirrel Girl is in that. Yeah. That, uh, that Avengers well, team. Squirrel Girl. And, uh, she was pitted up against Vermin. Yeah. Now. And she kicked his ass? Well, it's... And no, a squirrel girl thing happened, uh, where <laughs> basically, like, she sent a bunch of squirrels after him, a bunch of rats, but then the rats and uh, squirrels became friends. That sounds about right. And then she punched him. And then she, oops, sorry, I threw my pen. Uh, and then she punched the little yes. <laughs> Yep. But she tried, she, but she was trying to communicate with the rats, because it's just like, hey, you're like squirrels, kind of. Yep. But, but like, Tippy Toe, like, became friends with, like, the head rat person, and then they became friends. It was pretty good. Delightful. Yeah. Well, um, so, yeah, but I do think we're pretty much done. Cool. Yeah, there's not a whole lot more to say about the rat guy. 
yeah, like he kind of shows up every once in a while, but really, like he was just like, you know, as a kid was turned into a, a rat person by some Nazis. That's a rough, that's a rough deal. Yeah. That's a rock, that's a rock hat. So, I think we're pretty much done. So, cool. do your plugs. Yeah, um, well, I alluded to earlier that I have a podcast, it's called Pitch Me Something, um, and on it we workshop original ideas for all new pop culture, and also uh, new additions to franchises that you're already a fan of. Um, in particular, uh, the most recent time that Jesse was a guest on our show, uh, we did this great horror movie that was about um, super intelligent rats taking over the world, and how we would even go about fighting such a thing, because an enemy that hides underneath all the rubble is pretty tough to get at. Yep. Um, most recently, we had Lindsay from 33% Pulp on, which uh, I think I met through my connection with you, Jesse, so I assume you've got some crossover in that listener base, so if you want to hear her do... An- I kind of don't want to spoil it, but it has to do with kitchen appliances and violence and belonging and kindness and, again, violence. Um, you should listen to that on... Our most recent episode, which you can find at franklyimplausible.com. Okay. So, my name is Jesse. I have another podcast called Creepy Critters. And uh, that's where I talk about cryptids. I have one other podcast that's actually being recorded. And, like, the Ooh. first season of it's going to be out. Called Limited cool. Theories. Where uh, me and Rob uh, Trevino from Interrupted Tales and Parapsychology, uh, oh, yeah. do uh, we cover a limited series, uh, issue by issue, and, um, you know, mostly Marvel stuff, because that's our foray, and yeah. we, you know, we just kind of cover it. The first one we're covering is Cosmic Ghost Rider. I didn't know there was such a thing, you sh- and I'm now deeply intrigued yeah. and slightly repulsed. You shouldn't be. It's really <laughs> good. Be. The first, okay. the arc, like the the story is called "Baby Thanos Must Die." So, all right, that sounds pretty decent. Not a big fan of Ghost Rider usually, but that sounds like it's worth checking out. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I also have a Patreon. If you want to uh, support me, you could go to the link in the description. <laughs> and if you want to see the creep, the people we are talking about. You can go to at Alphabet Flight on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, oh, get those good vi- visuals. Yep, this has been Alphabet Flight, and please listen to Prince Namor and don't toot that horn. Bye. <laughs> Fool, don't toot as he pleases. <laughs>